passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Believe in betting LA episode 11. You can hear the excitement in my voice because this weekend is Labor Day weekend. We have college football to talk about. Real football, real betting. We'll break all that down for you guys. I am Sam Maxwell, your host on this Believe in Betting LA podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at smaxwell713. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Chris Lewart of Stag Cap, And we're ready for a long, profitable, enjoyable season of college football and NFL betting. Amongst, obviously, we're going to still talk about baseball and basketball uh, when that comes up. We love football, Chris. This is the time of year. We thrive. You thrive. We've talked about it for a long time. How are you doing this fine Thursday evening? I'm doing well and wondering why there isn't a camp for sports bettors. There should be a retreat camp. This is a business idea. This is for the world. You guys can take this and run with it. You don't even have to give me credit. should be like a seven to ten day retreat. Las Vegas seems obvious, and <laughs> nimble up the fingers. You know, uh, play a little, play a little blackjack, get loose, uh, maybe hydrate a little bit, and get ready for the gambling season. Because I am feeling sore, moving my fingers across. The Someone else can take the idea and run with it, but they, they have to hire you as a as a camp counselor, obviously, as a <laughs> tip of the cap. So, uh, yeah. as mentioned, we're going to discuss the two local teams. UCLA is actually in action right now. We're recording Thursday evening about five o'clock. We'll break down USC. We're each going to have. Three best bets, and then we're going to have uh, a side in total on the game of the week, which is Oregon against Auburn. Before we discuss that, I want to talk about our sponsor, My Bookie. It's a new season. Tony Brown is on the Raiders, if you can believe it, sort of. He's, he's kind of there, at least. Le'Veon Bell is somehow with the Jets. Odell Beckham is now with the Browns. But the one thing that hasn't changed, Chris, is where uh, I'm putting my money down in all these games, and that's My Bookie. It's the place to bet on every football weekend, really, the place to bet. For every sport, MyBookie has better bonuses, better props than any sports book. Period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. You know, of course, all about large contests and having success with them throughout the football season. And get this, Chris, first place is guaranteed to win at least 100K. It only costs 100 bucks to enter, so that's some good ROI for you there if you get first place. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb up the leaderboard to score your share of the huge cast prize. So go to MyBookie, sign up for the Super Contest. They're actually even going to double your first deposit. I'm to a thousand first deposit bonus for dollars. If you enter the promo code ARENA, that's A-R-E-N-A, ARENA, to activate that offer, visit MyBookie online today. That's MyBookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code ARENA, A-R-E-N-A, bet, win, and get paid. All right, MyBookie. And uh, I've used my bookie personally before. I'm not just uh, saying that because we're getting paid here 
to talk about them. They're, they're a really good uh, place to go put your, your, your bets there. And, uh, you yeah, know, who doesn't want my book in their back pocket? Obviously, Wait, we all have Sam, you're getting paid? <laughs> talk, we, you know, we talk to my agent. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned last show, you know, we got to 10. We're in our adolescence now with the teenage years of our, of our previous show, Lay the Juice. So we're moving up in the world here. My bookie, great place to go and get your bets on. And, uh, you know, they support us. We use them. We like them. And, and you should, too. All right. Let's move on. Let's dive right into it here, Chris. Let's talk about college football. As we mentioned, we're recording this Thursday evening at 5.05 p.m. We've got a full slate of college football. I'm even getting off work early tomorrow to go watch my Wisconsin Badgers play South Florida at 4 o'clock tomorrow. That's when you know things are good. You're getting off work early to watch college football. Not just because I'm a college football fan. My boss is a college football fan, as it should be. Things are good. UCLA is actually down right now 10 to 7. Second quarter, about 8.23 remaining. We'll try to keep you guys updated, although when you're listening to this, the game will be over. So what does it really matter? Uh, we both took UCLA, Cincinnati, first half over. does not look like that's in the cash, although you never know. And uh, I took UCLA pretty strongly here, plus two and plus two and a half is where I got that. Of course, as previously mentioned, I took UCLA season total over as well. This is a really big game for the Bruins. What did you take in this game here, Chris? Yeah, uh, just to prove we don't mind showing our ass, even though it's not looking good for our bets, we're still going to talk about them because that's just the kind of guys we are. We're straightforward. Uh, we're straight shooters, yep. baby. Nope, totally transparent here. Uh, so, yeah, I took UCLA money line in the first half. I got them at plus 135, which seemed like an absolute layup. Uh, still potential here. I could, I wouldn't mind a push uh, at this point with 740 left in the second, uh, only down three. That would be just fine by me. Uh, also put quite a bit down on that over first half at 28 half. I uh, got that at minus 105. Gonna need a long touchdown or two. Not looking great, but uh, the price was right. I couldn't resist. We were talking about this before we hit record today. This is a, not only is it a big game, I think, for UCLA to set the stage. Look, they were good down the stretch last year. They had a dreadful first half of the season, first three quarters of the season. Um, that typically happens when you bring in a spread coach like a Chip Kelly. You know, a lot of these guys aren't recruited to play that. They're not conditioned to play that. It's very, very difficult on the defense, the defensive coordinator for teams that are implementing that kind of offense. Um, but this is a kind of a put-up or shut-up year for Chip Kelly as a whole. You know, 10 years ago, we thought, this is the best football coach we've ever seen, besides maybe Bill Belichick. He goes from New Hampshire, takes the Pac-12 by storm at Oregon. Obviously, they have an amazing run there. Goes to the NFL, has a great first couple years with the Eagles. Doesn't work out there. Goes to the Niners. It's a terrible year. Doesn't work out there. Now he's with UCLA. Had a disappointing first season, no matter how you slice it up. Uh, this is a big year for Chip Kelly. I think we can both agree on that. Let's move over. Let's talk about the other L.A. team. And of that, of course, is the USC Trojans. Speaking of disappointing years and coming off of them, the Trojans had one of the worst seasons, I'd argue, in program history. All kinds of talent. All kinds of expectations. They fell flat on their face. And there's just a lot of things wrong in this entire athletic department, I think. Lynn Swan's days are numbered as an athletic director. I think Clay Helton's seat's probably hotter uh, than almost anyone in the entire country. Clay Helton's a great guy. He's always been good to me when I've visited there as a member of the press. So I'm rooting for SC. I'm rooting for Clay Helton. Uh, this is equally as important, I think, for them to get off to a hot start. SC's got an extremely difficult schedule this year. This game, of course, is winnable. They're 13.5-point favorites against Fresno State, the newly renovated Coliseum. This game's going to be Saturday evening. Fresno State, Chris, come off their best season in program history. They won 12 games, but of course, they're replacing a lot of starters. I'm going to let you go first in this one here. What is your handicap, Fresno State at USC? 
So I like uh, I kind of agree with you that SC is against it. Um, they're going to have to they're going to have to have a good year, and I think they are. I think they are going to have a pretty good year. The team has all the talent they need. They just have to put it together, and they actually have to play like it. Um, so what I'm looking at right now is I got Fresno plus thirteen half at minus one hundred five, um, and I got Fresno State. I got Fresno at plus three ninety eight. So that's your money line, but I think. I like this to go Fresno's way in the first half. I think uh, I could see USC, as is typical of them, to kind of be in a sleep. Um, and then I think they'll blow the barn doors off in the second half. So this is one of those games where I'm going to really try and drill in on the first half. Don't necessarily want any part of USC until I see what they're doing this year. Uh, so going to put my money down on what I think is a pretty good price at Fresno, minus 105 at plus 13 half in the game. Um, and then Fresno first half plus seven. I just think USC is is going to be a little sleepwalky, um, and I think uh, Fresno has a chance to to kind of scare them. I think this is one of those when you're a team like Fresno, you come out and this is your big game for you, right? There's only a couple of these a year for teams like that, and they're going to want to they're going to want to show out. This is those guys' chance to get on national TV to get noticed, and uh, I really like the first half stuff for Fresno. Okay, a couple things here. First of all. When you said blow the barn doors off Fresno, was that a nod of the cap to the Central Valley and, and just kind of the farming culture up there? Because if so, that was an incredible joke. I don't think you meant that, but I'm going to give you credit for it. Second, do you have any idea who Fresno State's coach is? It might surprise you. No idea. Jeff Tedford. Does that ring a bell to you? Of course, Jeff, Jeff Tedford. Jeff Tedford. Of Cal? Of, uh, excellent of... coach. Was an offensive coordinator for Oregon. Was an excellent head coach for Cal. They're still trying to replace him, although they had a great season last year. Uh, with Justin Wilcox at head coach. Jeff Tedford's the head coach of Fresno State, so a, a very respected coach. Obviously, always had a good quarterback play and good offensive play. Now, it's important to note here, this actually opened at 9.5, okay? So this has moved wow. to four, four points. We're almost at a 50% increase, uh, so a lot of people are on the SC bandwagon, and I'm also going to echo those same sentiments. I'm going to take SC here at minus 13.5 before it crosses that 14-point threshold. I think SC, given how they ended last season, an utter embarrassment. They're going to come out here firing. They had a building year last year, obviously started a freshman quarterback. He's no longer going to be a freshman or jittery. Uh, and they're going to really, I think, match up well with this Fresno State team. Okay, As I mentioned, Fresno State coming off the best program, uh, best year in program history. They won 12 games. They only returned nine total starters this year. Okay, They're replacing everyone across the board, including four offensive line starters. They're bringing in a new quarterback. Guess what? SC's strength of their team potentially is that defensive line. That defensive line is going to absolutely demolish this Fresno State front here. So I like SC to come out here and fire. A couple years ago, I know SC had a rough start. I think they played Western Michigan, and they were down in the third quarter. Um, they typically, as you mentioned, don't necessarily come out in hot. Um, I don't mind the first half bet on Fresno State, but I do think SC is going to dominate this game. And it may not you know, be in the, head, in the final score as a total domination, but I think they're going to cover two touchdown spread here. I think SC is playing for Clay Helton's job. And as I mentioned, SC's got a very difficult opening season schedule. This game is one that they're going to need to absolutely dominate. The next week they play home against Stanford. Then they go on the road to play BYU. It's a difficult non-conference game before returning home to face Utah. And they're going back on the road to play number 13, Washington, and number 9, Notre Dame. So they have a very difficult next five games here. This game is really important. I think they know that. I think they're going to emphasize this game. I think they're going to dominate this game. So I'm taking the Trojans minus 13 and a half. Fight on for those Trojans. Let's move on to our second best bet here. Well, really, our first best bet. That's, that's not really one of my best bets here as SC. 
We're each going to talk about three best bets here, and then we're going to break down the game of the week. That's Oregon Auburn. Give me your first best bet here of the week, Chris. So twelve thirty on Saturday, I've got UNC versus South Carolina. I like the under first half, 32 half. I got it at minus 110. Same thing we've said 100 times. First first game jitters, defenses are ahead. I think 32 half is too big of a number uh, for, those to, uh, for those guys to come out and hit in the first half. Um, and it's kind of typical of what I think you'll hear a lot of this year, which is fading the public. And that is something – Everybody loves to bet an over. You very rarely find anybody cheering for lots of third, three and outs and punts. And that is, uh, makes it so you can get your money down a pretty good price on those unders, especially early in the year, especially when the public betting heavy on uh, overs is going to drive that number up. Uh, I love the price at minus 110. Absolutely one of my best bets tomorrow, uh, this weekend. Okay, speaking of name that head coach, Name the North Carolina head coach. It's going to blow your socks off. Oh, it's our uh, it's our good friend from Texas. Um, gosh, what was his name? I'll save you the the, the struggle here. Mac Brown. Yep, Mac Brown. That's right. We got Mac Brown here as the head coach of Texas or excuse me, North Carolina. What was the last year Mac Brown was patrolling a sideline? That was 2013. He's been a college football analyst since then. Uh, he was already struggling in Texas, 2010 through 2013. He won a total of, let's see if I can do math quickly in my head, a total of 31 games in four years, five and seven, eight and five, nine and four, eight and five. Did I do that math right? 30, sorry, 30 games total in four years. That's not good, guys. Okay. So Texas was an absolute powerhouse pre-2010, and then things started getting away from Mac Brown. So things are already started to go bad for Mac Brown at the end of his Texas tenure. Then you take five full seasons off, and then you come back and you play in New York, Carolina. I love this total here, I love South Carolina also in this game. It's worth mentioning Brad Powers and the R.J. Bell dream preview. One of my favorite college football handicappers loves South Carolina and the under here. It correlates extremely well. Tip of the hat there to you, Chris. I think our, our, our audience is going gonna, is gonna to make a lot of money on that, on that best bet number one. Best bet number one for me, shifting gears here, and we're going to talk about my beloved Wisconsin Badgers. And look, guys, sure, I am biased. You know, I'm going to tell you, though, when things are real. I'm going to be very honest with you when I don't think they're a good bet. I'm going to be very honest with you when I'm going to stay away from bets with them. However, tomorrow, 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific time from Raymond James Stadium, I love the batter in the spot. Minus 10.5. That may seem like a big line. And, yes, the batter's offense was absolutely dreadful last year. There's a couple reasons why. Number one, number one issue with last year for the batters. And they ended up going 8-5 and five after a bowl win. Uh, in the pinstripe bowl against Miami. It was the worst chemistry I've ever seen as a batter fan in my 11-plus seasons there. And there's, a, there's some reasons why here. Look, I'm close to the program. I have some sources that are very close to the program, so I've confirmed this to be true, but I don't want to speculate because it's not publicly true. So I'm just going to throw some things out that you can connect the dots. There's some chemistry issues, specifically with the quarterback, Alex Hornibrook, who is now a backup at Fresno State. He transferred for senior year in the starting right tackle, David Edwards, who's now on the Rams. I believe is a fifth-round pick there. Both of them left the program last year. Both of them didn't need to leave the program. You can connect the dots on what happened there. Major, major chemistry issues. That's issue number one. Both those guys are gone. The batters have a new starting quarterback who actually got his feet wet last year in Jack Cohen. Issue number two, the batters' premier offensive playmaker, well, their offensive premier offensive playmaker is a Heisman frontrunner, Jonathan Taylor, 
who has the most career rushing yards is, as a freshman. Is he the, the front most. runner? He's the front runner already? He's a, he's a front runner. <laughs> a front runner. Okay. You're wasting your money if you're betting on Jonathan Taylor. It's going to be a quarterback, but he's an absolutely sensational player. He'll be a first-round pick next year, and he's a tremendous player. But their main, their premier elite pass catcher is a guy by the name of Quintez Cephas. He'll probably be a third or fourth-round pick in the draft. This time a year ago, he was suspended for the team. He was accused of rape on campus, and he missed all of last season. So you got that kind of holding over the Badgers in terms of chemistry. You also lost one of your best playmakers. In the last six weeks, Quintez Cephas had a Tuesday in trial, and the 12-person jury, an all-white jury, I might add, obviously Quintez is an African-American, delivered for under 30 minutes, found him to be not guilty. He's been added back to the program. It's a huge shot in the wrist for this team. They're going to not only be better just with him on the field, but you know, in terms of momentum, he's very well liked. I think getting that kind of weapon back is huge. You can speak to this a little bit more. You've been on a football team. If you just get one player back, sometimes that's all the difference in the world it makes. So bad chemistry last year. You had that issue holding over the batter's head. You get both those things gone now. All right. Now, a lot has been talked about about how the Badgers have lost four offensive line starters. Okay. First of all, it's incorrect. Last year, Cole Van Lennon, who Core Football Focus ranked as the top left tackle in the entire country. He wasn't technically a starter. He split time with another player. He's basically a starter last year. He's the starter this year, left tackle. So you're only replacing three spots. Okay. The guard spots are entirely replaceable. That's what the batters do. They grow these guys on trees, they develop them. There's tons and tons of depth there. I'm not worried at all. And then you also have a preseason All-American at your center spot, the most important spot, of course, on the offensive line. Tyler Biotish is a preseason All-American. He's going to be probably the first center drafted in next year's NFL draft. So the offensive line is going to be just fine. Okay. Then you look at the other side of the field in South Florida. They, of course, started last year 9-0. They were one of the most overrated teams, one of the luckiest teams in the entire country. What did they do the second half of the season? They lose six straight games. I think we're going to see a lot more of that this year for South Florida. I don't like them at all. I think they're an extremely overrated team. While this is a true road game for the Badgers, they're going to have a lot of fans there. Badgers travel well. There's a lot of Badgers, especially older ones, in South Florida. Okay. Then we look at the weather. We have one more thing holding the Badgers, I think, up. What's the weather going to be like tomorrow? There's a 57% chance of precipitation uh, when the ball is kicked off there at 7 o'clock. Eastern, Hurricane Dorian is going to affect this game. If it's windy, if it's rainy, what are these teams going to do? They're going to run the ball. Guess which team runs the ball with the best of them in the entire country. That's, of course, the Wisconsin Badgers. That's a handicap for you there. I'm taking the Badgers confidently minus 10.5. Yeah, Sam, I got news for you. Wisconsin's going to run the ball, whether it's raining, snowing, 1 degree, 100 degrees. They're going to run the ball 271 times. It's going to be hard to pass for both teams. <laughs> That favors the Badgers. It's just one more notch in the belt here for why I think the Badgers are going to cover this spread. I didn't even know Wisconsin had wide receivers on the team. I thought they just ran the ball 90 straight times. This is probably the best receiving core the Wisconsin Badgers have ever had. There's multiple uh, NFL receivers. There's an NFL tight end. Of course, they have an NFL running back. So this is actually a very talented offense. Good luck, Badgers. I'm sure they'll win. They're going to crush them. They're going to win by 50. Oh, that'll make me look really smart. <laughs> Let's move on. Talk about, I know that was a windfall, so thank you for hanging out with us there while I just kind of spewed a bunch of great facts there and uh, kind of bled my Badger fandom in there. Let's talk about your second best bet. So uh, to stay on the Big Ten, no, but we got Pac-12 in here too. Uh, Saturday, 1 p.m., Northwestern versus Stanford. Uh, again, a first-half bet. I got under 24. 
neither of these teams are explosive. They like to run the ball a lot. They like to punt with one second left. They like to hold it. They like to stay in bounds. Uh, I can't imagine there's going to be more than 10 points scored in the first half. But again, I'm taking it because the price was right and not because I actually know anything. Uh, minus 110 and under 24 uh, was just too good to pass up, so I had to jump on that. Also, for those of you statistically inclined, did you know what a little birdie told me here? Northwestern has covered 10 in a row as a road dog, and eight of the last 10 of those, they were straight winners. So if you're looking for a full game bet, might not be a bad idea to grab Northwestern. They appear ready and poised to continue that streak. Well said here. I don't know who that little birdie was. That sounds like a pretty smart guy right there. I <laughs> uh, just want to give a shout out again, Brad Powers. That, that fact came from his Twitter. He's a great follow. Uh, I think it's Brad Powers 7. We just confirmed that. At Brad Power 7. So if you if that's you, you can follow us on Twitter, of course, again at S Maxwell713. Chris is at Lumandinga Rock. And of course, you can follow at Stag Cap on Twitter for the voice at Stag Cap. And of course, Believe Podcast Network is at Believe Podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V. Uh, all right, so let's move on. I'm gonna talk about my second one. I promise this one will be a little bit shorter than the 10-minute mantra I just put on there for the Badgers at South Florida. I'm going to take the Oklahoma Sooners here. They're 23-point favorites. They're hosting the Houston Cougars. This one's Sunday, 4.30. Don't forget, guys, this is one of my favorite weekends of the entire year because we got college football Thursday. we got college football Friday. we got college football Saturday, of course. We've got games Sunday, and we've got games Monday. I mean, this is the best weekend of the year. It's Labor Day <laughs> weekend. Uh, I hope you guys are excited as, as we are. Get those barbecues fired up and, of course, get that MyBookie account fired up as well. All right, let's talk about the Sooners the last couple years. Lincoln Riley replaces Bob Stoops because everyone thinks the program is going to fall apart. Guess what happens? They have back-to-back amazing seasons, back-to-back Heisman winners. I don't think we're going to see a third straight Heisman winner, but they got Jalen Hurts to transfer from Alabama, and even a mention of that is absolutely remarkable. You could potentially have three straight Heisman contenders. I think Hurts is going to be there all year long. This Oklahoma team, I think, is going to have a great season. They replace their defensive coordinator. His name is Alex Grinch, I believe. And he's one of the rising stars. So I think this defense is going to be a lot better uh, as well, which helps the spread here. So the, the main reason I want to fade, the main reason for this bet is really I want to fade Houston this year. Okay. Let's play this game again. Name that coach. Gosh, Houston's head coach? Yes. No idea. So it's another guy. You're going to recognize his name. His name is Dana Holgerson, formerly Dana. of West Virginia. What did Dana Holgerson do against Oklahoma when he was in the conference the last five years against the spread, he went 0-5 against the Sooners. Always a shootout in those games. So I like the over in this one, too, as well. This is the highest total over-under between two FBS programs in week one in college football history. Okay, So this one's supposed, uh, supposed to have a lot of fireworks here. I don't think Houston's a very good team. I do think Oklahoma is a sensational team. They're going to be at home. They're going to want to come out firing. Look, the Big 12, you don't just by default, make the playoffs. You have to have an extremely impressive resume. This gives incentives to coaches like Lincoln Riley to fire it up, to score, to try to cover as many games as possible because these are going to be the metrics that we're going to use against them or for them in the college football playoffs in November, December. Take it to the bank. Oklahoma, minus 23. That's my second best bet. Let's move on. Let's talk about your third bet. But did you – here's a little something for us L.A. inclined people – Dana Holgerson looks a whole heck of a lot like the actor Will Patton. And for those of you who are like, who the hell is Will Patton? He was like Bruce Willis's buddy in Armageddon. 
Um, <laughs> if anybody's ever seen Will Patton and Dana Holgerson in a room together, I want to see a picture because I'm pretty sure they're the same guy. Um, but I digress. Um, on to our season best bet. I've got, this is going to drive you crazy. Well, we have a third best bet, no or no? Uh, oh, third best bet. Okay, yeah, we can leave the season one at the end. Sorry about that. Our, what is it, game of the week? Is that what we're going to call it? Um, I'm looking at Oregon and Auburn at Jerry World. So first half, I'm seeing Oregon plus three, minus 112. I'm seeing Auburn minus three at minus 104. Oregon money line plus 135. Auburn minus 159 over under 27 half. So first half there, I like Oregon a lot, getting the points. Minus, if you can get it at minus 110, that would be amazing. Uh, I think Oregon's going to come out hot. I think they're going to air it out. I think that's really their only chance of winning this game, especially against an Auburn defensive line that probably is going to send two or three guys to the NFL in a year. Um, I like them to put up early points. Full game. Auburn plus four, Auburn minus four. Both of those I'm seeing at minus 105. Oregon plus 151. Money line, Auburn minus 172. Again, I list the prices so that you know what your fair value should be. I don't want anybody getting too much off center of that. Over under 56, minus 105, under minus 109. I really like the under here. I think uh, this is a game that Oregon's going to come out hot, but that defensive line of Auburn and defense in general of Auburn is going to wear them down and kind of grind them to dust. Uh, I like Auburn in the game. I like Oregon in the first half. Interesting. All right. I'm going to break down my thoughts on Oregon-Auburn in a bonus third best bet. But first, let's talk about our second sponsor today. Where do I want to go when I want winners, when I need more information? Any guesses? You talk to me? Call me? Text maybe, me? Maybe, yeah, all right. That's a, that's a pretty good guess. Maybe go to your wife. Maybe your, your newborn baby has uh, some hunches in there. I go to VegasSportsAdvisors.com. They have a dozen pros posting their picks. It's not just a betting site. It's information as well. I want as much information as possible before I bet, which of course includes, as you mentioned, shopping for the best lines, paying the public, a lot of key buzzwords from our podcast, and we're 11, 11 episodes deep. Check it out. You can use the promo code. You get a week free. So why wouldn't you do it? Check it out. There's, as we mentioned, this is one of the best college football start-to-finish weekends of the entire year. Give it a try. VegasSportsAdvisors.com. What's the name of this podcast show here, Chris? Believe in Betting LA. Of course. So the promo code is Betting LA. All right? So go to VegasSportsAdvisors.com. You get your information. Of course, VegasSportsAdvisors.com. Use the promo code Betting LA. All one word. So, all right. Let's move on. Let's now talk about Oregon, Auburn, and I'll move on and talk about Notre Dame at Louisville as well. This was an extremely difficult game for me to handicap. Oregon has a history of losing in these games. They've played Auburn in a similar uh, opening game in a neutral field. I think it was about eight years ago, 2011 or 12. Of course, they lost to Auburn Cam Newton uh, in the national championship game. My two best friends from high school, one of which listens to this podcast regularly, is probably shaking his head right now at what I'm about to say. Uh, but he, they both went to Oregon, so they're big Duck fans. And so I hear a lot about the Ducks throughout the season. Um, and they're, you know, they're a really good program. I think this is a program that's very strong. I think we're going to have a strong year. This is a program that I think is a dark horse to make a college football playoff run. I think they're that good. They have probably the best player in all of college football, at least it's going to be treated as such next April in the NFL draft, and Justin Herbert. I think he's going to go first overall. Uh, he's very experienced. This is going to be his 29th start as the Oregon Ducks quarterback. Bo Nix of Auburn, a true freshman quarterback, is a very good player. And, of course, as we discussed the Oregon Ducks offensive line, one of the most experienced, uh, really, it actually is the most experienced unit 
in college football history. They have more combined starts as a five-man unit than any other five-man starting offensive line in the history of college football. So that's pretty impressive. However, this Oregon offensive line, do we really know if they're that good? Last year against Utah, all right, they gave up four sacks. They gave up 12, 12 tackles for loss. They only averaged 3.7 yards per rush, okay? Then in their bowl game against Michigan State, a 7-6 to six win, they gave up three sacks, six tackles for loss, and they're only able to rush for 1.4 yards per carry. So when they face a decent or above average or a great defensive line, obviously their numbers are not going to be as good. Guess what? Auburn's defensive line is one of the best in the entire country, okay? Yep. Derek Brown, Marlon Davis, Nick Coe. This is a defensive line that's bred to pressure the quarterback. Nick, or excuse me, Justin Herbert is a very good quarterback. I don't know if he's going to be able to hang in there and get this done. And weird things just tend to happen to Pac-12 teams in these opening games. Look, they're gonna have, Auburn's going to have a tremendous not home field advantage. It's going to feel like a home game for Auburn. They're not going to have to travel as far. They're probably going to have more fans there. Last year, Washington, they played in that game. They looked like the premier team. They looked like the better team. They ended up losing. These games are stacked against the Pac-12, and I just, I'm just i a little gun-shy in taking Oregon, so I'm going to lean on Auburn minus 3.5, but it would not surprise me at all if Oregon won, and if Oregon wins this game, I think they're springboarded to winning the Pac-12 and potentially making a run towards the college football playoffs. So this is a big game here. I don't have a very strong opinion, but just the, the previous experiences, the previous history has me pushing and leaning towards Auburn. All right, I'm going to give my final thoughts here on this weekend, and that's going to be one final game here. Notre Dame at Louisville. Name that coach, Chris. Who is the coach of Louisville? I promise this will be the last time I do this. Is it our good friend Bobby Petrino? So it was Bobby Petrino. (laughs) Oh, he quit again? Did he leave again? That's so weird. I can't believe that happened. Bobby Petrino, as everyone who follows this sport knows, was the coach last year. They absolutely and utterly quit on him towards the end of that season. They were literally the worst team against the spread in the entire country. I think they, I heard they didn't cover by almost two full touchdowns per game, which is hard to believe. Uh, they bring in Scott Satterfield. He coached the last several years at Appalachian State. They are an amazing group of five program. He's a well-respected, well-liked guy. Louisville is going to go from literally not trying at all or even trying for the other team to trying absolutely as hard as they can. And to reestablish this program, they're going to be at home against a Notre Dame team that I think is perpetually overrated. Yes, of course, Notre Dame had a different quarterback that came in there, replaced uh, Brandon Wimbush, who I believe his name is Ian Book. Let me just confirm that. Ian Book's correct. So Ian Book came in. They started playing great. Guess what also happened in those four games that Ian Book played? They welcomed back their formerly suspended running back, Dexter Williams, who's now in the Green Bay Packers, and he was really the true difference maker. So while their numbers do look a lot better under Ian Book, I think the reason for that was Dexter Williams. I think that Louisville is going to come out here. They're, they're playing at home. They're going to have to do a very hot start. I like the first half, certainly, for the Louisville Cardinals. And I do like them to cover this 18-point spread. I think it was up as high as 20 or so. So you're seeing a lot of sharps bet on Louisville here. Uh, this is Monday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So it's going to be a night game, the final game of the college football slate this weekend. My third best bet, Louisville, plus 18. All right. That was a, a, that was a mouthful. We have some great bets here. Let's let's recap it here. All right. My three best bet, the Wisconsin Badgers, minus 10 and a half at South Florida. That's tomorrow. I took Oklahoma, minus 23 Sunday evening. And of course, Louisville hosting Notre Dame Monday evening. You like how I did that? I did a Friday. I did a Sunday. I did a Monday game. Uh, we actually both like Auburn here, although neither one of us have a real strong handicap. And then give me your three best or your two best bets here so far. 
Uh, so I've got the UNC South Carolina first half under at minus 110. And I've got the Northwestern Stanford under first half at minus 110 as well. And then I like Oregon in the first half of that game uh, at All plus right. three, minus 112. Maybe you can get it at minus 110 as that late, that late SEC East Coast money comes in on Auburn. Uh, you might be able to get Oregon at a good price, especially at the first half. Yeah, I think, it, look, if, it, if this goes a couple more in the other direction, uh, I'm going to just swing me out to, I think, Lee on the other side, which is Oregon. That's, that's how, you know, I, I really just can't figure out this game. And I, I, I'm more than likely going to end up staying away here. But I do lean Auburn here if given the choice. But look, if that gets to Oregon plus four and a half, plus five, even more, I might just take Oregon money line outright. Because I think there's a, a university which they certainly win this game. Really fun episode, Chris. This was episode 11, I believe, in betting L.A. And, and you know, we're back home, baby. It's, it's football yeah. season. So Real life begins this, again. This is the last week of preseason NFL. I hope you took Ravens again. I hope you took the Giants, <laughs> who are playing the Patriots. They play week six. I'm sure Belichick is not doing much. That game's uh, probably about an hour into that game. I'm not sure where we're at there. Um, last week of fantasy football drafts, so good luck to everyone out there. In the fantasy drafts, good luck in getting established all your different betting activities for the NFL season. And most importantly, good luck in week one of the college football season. We're betting right there with you. We're in the trenches. We're doing this as well. This is what we love to do. Thank you to our sponsors, MyBookie and the Vegas Sports Advisors. The promo codes for those respectively are Arena for MyBookie and, of course, Betting LA for Vegas Sports Advisors. For Stag Cap, for the Believe Podcast Network, for Chris Lewert. I'm Sam Maxwell. We'll see you guys next time. What I could do, then we were new. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.